Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. All right, we'll get back to the Commanders, Patriots, and NFL talk in just a little bit on this football Friday. But now time... To take a little break from that and welcome in the new head coach of the George Mason Patriots. You hear the George Mason fight song there. Of course, he was part of the great Final Four team and has bounced around as an assistant, Maryland, Seton Hall, etc. since then. And, of course, coming back now to take over his program in Fairfax and at Eagle Bank Arena on Monday night. George Mason hosting Monmouth. Uh, first uh, free t-shirts rather to the first 2,000 uh, fans. They've already played a little exhibition tune-up. Austin P. a week from tonight. Also in Fairfax it's Tony Skin and he's with us uh, here uh, for a second time since he's been hired. Been a while since we had to catch up. Coach, it's Chris Russell here. Uh, thanks for doing this. Congratulations on a new season and welcome aboard. How are you? I'm doing well, Chris, man. Again, appreciate you having me back on. You know, time flies, man. So Absolutely. You me on for yeah, we, we, ha- we had you on right after, of course, you got hired. And, you know, your head's spinning there. You're trying to set up everything. You're trying to, like, woo, you know. Uh, what has been, like, the last uh, – what, what is it, the last um, – I guess it's six months or, or, or so uh, for you. I mean, is your, is your head still on a swivel, or are, are you able to breathe a little bit? Yeah, no, my head, my head is still definitely on on a swivel as we you know move towards the season and you know preparing these guys for um, the next four or five months of battle. But it's been exciting. Um, obviously, a lot has changed since we last spoke, and you know I feel I'm in a better place with just kind of knowing who we are and getting a little bit of a better feel. You know, being in his first seat, but overall it's been exciting and you know it's been you know a blessing to be here. What makes you feel that way, Tony? Like, is it just? simply time or is it having the right people around you because again you haven't coached a regular season game I know you had the exhibition tune-up but you haven't been able to say well uh, okay now I've got 15 games as head coach in my back pocket um what in the inter in in lieu of playing games what makes you feel that way well you know I think the biggest thing is you know when you get an opportunity like this and it's your first rodeo um, you're just trying to figure out who's who and what's what with your new group. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're talking 13 guys that, that came from, you know, different programs. Um, a couple guys that, you know, obviously stayed on from the previous, um, from the previous staff. Um, but, but in general, just watching those guys develop, watching those guys learn. Um, that's kind of the one thing that I've been focused on. I haven't really been focused on, you know, my first game jitters. Cause at the end of the day, I've coached, I've played at a high level. Mm-hmm. I understand this is a different role. Um, but the game doesn't change. And, and the most important thing has just been for me, just, just getting my guys to kind of settle in 
um, and what the expectation is and, you know, how hard we have to play to be successful. That's really what the focus has been. New George Mason men's basketball coach Tony Skin, certainly not a new name to the area or the program. We'll get to all that. Uh, I did have a question for you that actually one of our good uh, listeners, Ben, uh, asked me, and, and I, I thought it was good. Um, you know, we talk about, obviously, your playing days at George Mason under Laranega, the Final Four run and, and, and all of that. And everybody wants to hearken back to that and bring back that glory. Back then, did you know you would be a coach? Did you know that you would – did you want – did you have a vision in your mind, hey, one day I might be Jim Laranega? Uh, you know what? It's 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 funny because people ask me that all the time, and, and, and I'll be completely honest. I, I did not have that vision. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was very, very – um, you know, we had the opportunity of making that final four run, which, you know, created opportunities for all of us, including sure. myself and, um, had a pretty successful, um, uh, pro career, had a chance to play in the Olympics. And when you're living in that, you're not thinking about, you know, what you want to do, um, you know, post playing. Right. And for me, I was, you're I was in the on moment. Track to yeah. yeah, I'm in the moment. And, you know, again, I had an unfortunate injury that happened in the Olympics, but prior to that, I, I wasn't thinking about the next phase of my life because I was in a good place as, you know, as a pro and, um, you know, things happen. And, you know, for the most part, you get an opportunity to transition. And I was very, very fortunate just because I didn't know what I wanted to do transitioning wise, but the easiest thing for me to do was to just go into a high school gym and go into a AAU practice. And immediately it kind of just hit me. Like I got to stay in the game and, you know, coaching, coaching was going to be that route. And you don't always get the opportunity that I got. I was very fortunate the timing of it was, you know, it was perfect when Eric Conkle got his first head coaching job um, at Louisiana Tech. I kind of lined myself up, um, and that's how this thing, this thing kind of started. Tony's getting with us, the new George Mason head basketball coach taking over the reins. Uh, in Fairfax again, Monday is the regular season opener. I, I, I can't believe we're here already. Uh, it goes quick, man, uh, like you were kind of saying, against Monmouth. Uh, so make sure you go out and support the guys uh, at Eagle Bank Arena. Again, they have a little promotion. Uh, first 2,000 fans get a T-shirt uh, and uh, so you can get yourself uh, some cool George Mason gear. Um what has what since you guys opened up practices on an everyday basis? You had the exhibition tune up, all of that. What has what has that told you about your team that maybe you thought or had an an inkling of, but weren't quite sure of just yet? What since you've been able to work together again, and you work together throughout the off season, but work together every day in earnest to prepare for what is ahead the next couple of months. Yeah, you know, there's 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 such an unknown factor when you bring a new group together. Um, you know, you have the talent, you have the, hopefully the skill, and you, you know, obviously evaluate and just kind of look at the different things that can help you put together a team. But you don't know how that can gel together. You know, I think the strength of our team um, is our depth, it's our length, it's, it's our athleticism. And then seeing just kind of how that evolved, um, especially against West Virginia, um, I was really, really happy with the group, and I kind of like where we are, you know, thus far. You know, we're, we're 0-0, and obviously we have a big test on Monday. Um, but just kind of seeing that come together, just seeing different guys kind of step into, you know, bigger roles that they didn't have in the past, um, it's been, you know, pretty good to just watch those guys evolve. So the West Virginia uh, preseason tune-up, what have you, um, how – 
I mean, to play a game, like, it used to not be that. Am I missing something, Tony? I don't remember preseason tune-up games. Uh, I, You know, I remember yeah. Midnight Madness and the practices and all that stuff, but it used to go right into the season, right? When did that change, and why am I not remembering that? No, I think there's always been um, scrimmages, but again, those scrimmages have been, they've been closed door. Okay. Um, I think people are starting to become a little bit more comfortable with just kind of getting right into it and throwing the guys into the, into the fire um, with the exhibition, you know, again, again, I went kind of back and forth on um, what I wanted to do, but, you know, with a new group, I wanted them to get those first, you know, mm-hmm. first game jitters out um, in the public versus, you know, a, a close scrimmage versus a, a completely different um, type of atmosphere. Yeah, I, I like the idea because it, it's one thing like, um, you know, it's one thing, like you said, to have kind of closed scrimmages, but it's another thing to have something way bigger than that, even though, again, it ultimately did not count. And in that game, I mean, obviously, you know, you, you had a you had a lead and, 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 and then ultimately you lose. Right. Um, but you do you learn more, especially as a young head coach about your team when you lose as opposed to maybe when you win? I know the goal is always to win, but do you, can you sometimes learn more and teach more when you lose? No, I think it's a, it's a combination of both. You know, win, lose, or draw, there's still going to always be things that we need to watch and kind of go back and see what we, you know, what we can do better. Um, but I think we did learn ourselves, um, you know, in a high level. You know, you're talking Big 12, you're talking going on the road, you're mm-hmm. talking – you know, a, a new team, but a talented team with some of the pieces sure. that they have. And, you know, we were able to go out there and battle. And to be honest with you, I, I thought for, you know, 35, 36 minutes, you know, we were the better team. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you got to take that for what it is and go back to the drawing board and learn from those things in those last four minutes and what, you know, kind of changed the game and just kind of learn from that. And that helps you and, you know, it helps you and it doesn't cost you as far as your record is concerned. Right. So um, you're going to always be learning regardless of the situation. You were always known as a great recruiter. You've been a DMV lifer, if you will. Uh, you know, again, the ties to the program. Obviously, you were at Maryland. Everybody knows Tony Skin. With the way college basketball and college athletics is now with NIL A, but the transfer portal and the way you're able to build your roster and shape your roster, how much has that changed what you used to do and what you used to have to, you know, kind of be about as opposed to what it is now? Yeah, I mean the landscape is is completely different. Um, you know, it's made it's made our jobs a lot harder just because you can't get around that NIL conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I do think the foundation of it always starts with you know your program and and, and your need. Um, but then also you know the, the guys that you are recruiting. Um, you know, at the end of the day, everybody wants an opportunity to get an NIL, but you always want to go into a situation. Um, that's the best basketball situation. That's what it's been for me. Um, you know, relationships and in, in, in the trust factor, it does it does still matter um, because there's just a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of goofy business in mm-hmm. the NIL mm-hmm. um, and just having those real and honest conversations. That's how you, you know, for me, um, respectfully, how you keep those relationships and NIL is not going anywhere. We're not going to dance around it, but being truthful, being honest. Um, and laying down a foundation of what the basketball situation is first because you never want to go into a situation where it's all about NIL um, and then you, you go into a basketball situation that's, that's not ideal and it's you know really your at last opportunity and you don't really get anything after that. And that's not what I'm about. 
How do you uh, – and Tony Skin with us, the new George Men, uh, Mason men's basketball coach. Uh, again, um, their official debut will be Monday night at Eagle Bank Arena against Monmouth. Uh, so go check out the guys uh, there. Uh, how do you strike a balance between putting an emphasis on recruiting in this area and all across a talent-rich area and then also opening yourself up to national or even international recruiting? How do you kind of strike that balance, Tony? Yeah, no, I think that, you know, again, I say it all the time, we, we have a bit of a cheat code in the DMV just because we are so um, talented. There's a ton of kids in this area. And so we're always going to recruit the area because it's a little easier for us being mm-hmm. outside the beltway. Um, but the one unique thing that I would say about the Atlantic 10 is it's such a high level of a league. You can also recruit nationally. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's kids across the country, you know, whether it's Texas um, whether it's, you know, on the other side of the country, you can recruit just because depending on the, the level that they're being recruited, you know, the A-10 is a big-time league. You know, you're getting a chance to play in D.C., play in New York, play in Chicago. Um, those are all things that in a recruiting pitch, it sounds good to a student athlete. And so, you know, I think that our, our boxing, you know, kind of our lane, is it's, it's actually, um, especially being in the DMV, we have a large, large pool of guys to recruit. And then when you throw my experience and my staff's experience in there with, um, the international connection that we have. It's, mm-hmm. you know, there's really not a kid that we won't recruit if they don't, if they fit us. What, um, what do you want the fans and college basketball fans in general and just people in the area to know about your club? What, if they, if they can make it out to Eagle Bank Arena, if they can watch you on TV, what, what should they expect to see? Yeah, and I, I think you expect to see just a fast, hard-nosed playing team, a team that has a lot of athleticism. Um, if you look back at the last couple uh, Mason um, teams, they've had some really, really good talent, but mm-hmm. maybe not so much depth. You know, we're very talented all the way, you know, from the first guy all, all the way down to, the, you know, the 10th guy. Um, you've got guys like Darius Maddox, you know, Keyshawn Hall and Woody Newton who have, you know, larger roles from where they came from mm-hmm. um, before. And then you got new guys like Amari Kelly, you know, Malik Henry, Nico um, Pevret, just playing with a lot of length. Um, I'm excited about, you know, Ronald Polite, you know, him being healthy. I'm excited about the freshman kid that we have, Baraka Koji, who's shown, you know, the type of dynamic of a player he is as a freshman. Um, but we're going to be committed to having fun. We're going to be committed to playing fast and re- really turning our defensive effort into our offense. What's the state of DMV college hoops? Obviously, you've got your hands full at Mason and, and doing what you're doing. Maryland, we all think, is on the rise, and now Cooley comes from Providence to Georgetown, so everybody kind of sees hopefully some, uh, I guess, the arrow pointing up there. Is that good for Mason? Is that uh, is is that um, is more competition and more quality good for Mason? How do you kind of view all that? Well, you know, I, I'm staying focused on my team and mm-hmm. my program. Um, you know, Kevin Willard and the Maryland basketball program, that's family for me over there, you know. Sure. Recruited, recruited a bunch of those guys, and obviously I worked with uh, Coach Willard for several years, sure. and so I'm always going to be fu- uh, pulling for those guys. Um, you know, but my main focus is George Mason, and you know that's just to be honest with you. Yeah, that's that's okay. I mean, uh, I'm just curious. You know, uh, I mean, if if, if um, I guess better competition or better results, you know, again helps everyone. Uh, you know, and and gets everybody swimming up. Uh, hill in the same direction. One last one for you, uh, if you don't mind, Tony, and, and this is more general college basketball. We lost an, a legend, an icon uh, in Bob Knight the other day, uh, and I know he was complicated. I don't know if you know him uh, at all or, or, or whatever, but as a college basketball coach now, um, how much do you 
How much do you take from other coaches? Uh, you mentioned, obviously, you worked with, with Willard you know, up until just recently. Um, how much do you take from other basketball coaches? How much do you take from the legends of the game, the Krzyzewskis, the Knights, uh, you know, the Roy Williams, what have you? Or, or do you try and be, I guess, independent and say, you know what, I've got to shape myself? Yeah, no, I think it's definitely that. It's a combination of being who you are, trusting what you know, um, trusting your experience, um, but then also, you know, the people along the way that have helped you as a player, um, as a coach, you know, guys like Kevin Willard, guys like Coach Laranega, you know, Chris Holtman, um, Eric Conkle, That Those are the guys that I know. Those are the guys that I learned from. And that's kind of, um, you know, the one thing that I'll continue to say, you know, losing a guy like Bobby Knight, who's obviously a legend, um, it kind of teaches you that, you know, as a coach, um, you know, time flies, and you really mm-hmm. just have to really relish the moment for the most part. No, no doubt about it. All right, uh, Coach, I appreciate your time. Thanks for, for squeezing us in here on a Friday. Best of luck starting, obviously, Monday, and uh, a couple home games coming up next week. So hopefully we'll get to see you real soon out at Eagle Bank Arena. Thanks for doing this. No, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, Chris. There you go. That's Tony Skin, the head coach of the George Mason Patriots. Again, go check them out on Monday night uh, against Monmouth. There you go. A good spot there. Appreciate him. All right, back to the football calls we go here on a Friday, a football Friday in the nation's capital and beyond. Football Friday on the Team 980 is driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience, power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. Your calls coming up, including Lou, Jonesy, Rudy, We'll get to you, and we'll get back into this Bill Belichick commander's speculation, rumor, do you want it? Does it make any sense? Why would they go there? Is it just, hey, Florio throwing pasta to the wall and see if it'll stick? We'll do that after 2.30. We'll get to your calls next on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
All right, once again, thanks to Tony Skin, George Mason. Back to the football calls we go here at 223 on a sunny Friday afternoon in the nation's capital and beyond commanders on the road in Foxborough against the New England Patriots, a team, believe it or not, worse than them at 2-6. and six. That's another thing that I fear. The inevitable letdown, whether it happens or it doesn't, you're absolutely certifiably insane. Insane. If you don't think that something similar to the Giants' loss a couple of weeks ago when the Giants came in one win, although they had gone toe-to-toe with Buffalo on the road the night before, the week before, or the Bears, who hadn't won in a full calendar year, ironically, since a beatdown in Foxborough of the Patriots. Now, not a full calendar. It was like 340 was, days. Yeah, it was like, it was, I think it was like 347 or something yeah, was, like that. It was like we were a week short of yeah, a full Yeah, whatever it was. Year. It was a year. I mean, but ironically enough, it was in Foxborough that they won their last game. And that was a pretty one-sided domination. Again, if this was a normal team, and it is anything but, I would feel fairly okay going into Foxborough on Sunday. Two and six, you're three and five, you're in you're coming off of a game that you went toe-to-toe, punch to punch with the Eagles again. Hey man, they've they've proven they can hang with the Eagles. Can they prove anything else this year? Anything else? And again, before we go, oh, Ron, like, Lou Nail pointed this out yesterday. Ron Rivera last week asked, hey, man, can you make a commitment to Sam Howell to develop him for the start of the rest of the season? Now, that was coming off an atrocious performance against the Giants, and Ron was like, you know, really can't. And, and, uh, you know, I didn't kill Ron for that because I wouldn't have made that commitment publicly either. Because what happens when you make that public commitment, then people hold your your feet to the fire if all of a sudden Jacoby Brissett, if things don't get better, if things don't improve, and then all of a sudden Jacoby Brissett is brought in off the bench or if he starts a game. And whatever they did, didn't do, did do publicly, whatever, it worked for the Philadelphia game. And again, a lot of it, as we all know, it was easy to see. Not five, seven, eight step. Weirdly enough, one of the deepest drops and one of the most perplexing drops came from the one yard line after the tush push turnover. Sam Howell dropped back like 10 steps, almost stepped out of bounds, and somehow completed a 19 yard strike. I think it was to Dotson, if memory serves me correct. It was weird. Like, what are you doing? I was watching it live. It was right in front of me, and I think I was actually on CBS Sports Radio with my guy, with my guy Zach Gelb at the time. I was like, Zach, I don't know what they're doing because all game long they've been, you know, quick drop, three step drop, what, get the ball out, bang, from the one yard line. They're dropping back ten steps, ten yards. It was the weirdest thing, but I, I fear that again. Matthew Judon, pretty damn good pass rusher. Josh Uche, pretty. Decent pass rusher. A lot of people were kind of looking at him at the trade deadline. Bill Belichick, if he knows that you are one-dimensional, and make no mistake about it, all you number knuckleheads, all of you analytics amigos, all of you, 
if you're one dimensional against Bill Belichick, even if you think you have it figured out with the shoulder extension of the passion, just throw the damn ball. Trust me, Bill Belichick will eat you for lunch. 301-230-0980. Let's get a call or two in here. Uh, Sweet Lou's been on hold the longest. Lou, how are you, pal? Man, I'm good. What's going on? What's shaking, Lou? What's going on? Shaking and baking, man. Everything's gravy. Um, As far as Sundays goes, man, you know, it's it's obvious. I don't trust these two guys, both on on the defensive side, and Ron Rivera. Wait, 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 Lou! You, you're not a big fan. I, I, I didn't know that about you. <laughs> I just, I just don't, I, I just don't trust. I just don't. With all the change, with all this press conference, they come out and say, "Oh, we, yeah, we're gonna play these guys." Blah, 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 blah. It's a bunch of BS. So I don't trust them, and you know, I don't know what the outcome is gonna be. But at the end of the day, you, you playing one of the, uh, the best coach to ever do it in this league. So. You know, you know, you know what was going, what the answer is going to be, Chris. Come Sunday, he's going to be out coached, and that's the bottom line. And, and, and I don't see anything change. And if the only thing that's going to change is if they, if Josh and, and Magic and the rest of the owners, if they decide, if they lose on Sunday, if they decide to let them go right after the game, maybe they could wake up. Until then, I don't see anything happening. This guy has literally cost them. Win after win, Chris. If, like, I keep saying that like this team should be better than what their record is. It's due to a lack of coaching, understanding like a situational football. Ron has I don't know what he's thinking on the sideline. I don't know who's his advisors in, uh, on, on, on the suite. I, I I don't get it. Like is is excuse after excuse, week after week. It's just like you we fed up, dude. I mean, like the the thing you just mentioned about the quarterback. I mean, Sam, are you going to be committed? I know it was coming from an ugly loss, but at the end of the day, if the guy is showing you, I mean, come on, man. Well, but, but I would always tell you this, Lou. It's more than reasonable to criticize them for various things. One thing I try not to do too much of. I try very hard to avoid as much as possible. That's why you don't hear me. I mean, I've got to carry the Monday press conference, but you don't hear me like playing all the sound bites and whatever because it is right. a bunch of coffee house crap. I don't put a lot of stock in what they say publicly because what they think privately is much more important, but that's much more that's much harder to ascertain. That's much harder to ascertain. So I don't put a lot of stock, especially in season in that because they're so guarded. The problem is I mean, to your overall point, and you hate them much more than I do, um, to your overall point, whatever they're doing, it's not good enough. And I want them – If I'll say one thing. If they're going to go out at whatever point, which I, I think everybody feels they are, man, go out throwing the kitchen sink. I want to see this team fun. I want to see this team tempo on offense. I want to see them blitzing, twisting, stunting. I want to see them double firing off the corner with safeties and cornerback. I don't care if they lose. I want them. I don't want them to lose. I want them right. to look like they're desperate and like they're playing with their hair on fire. I agree with you. Uh, like, uh, the only thing I keep saying is the only thing that Smith is missing is the, is the, 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 the one that the, – the leader, Ron Rivera. If he could kind of – I don't know. I mean, get into Jack and, and and tell him, you know, just, just – like you said, just throw everything, man. Just throw everything out of yep. the sink, man. You ain't got nothing to lose. 
you're going you go regardless if this team make the playoff or not, you're gonna get fired. So why not just give these guys an opportunity? That's that's all we ask. Yeah, Ron just, I, I will tell you this, Louis, I appreciate you. Look, Ron doesn't think he's gonna get fired. I mean, Ron Ron may Ron's aware that he certainly could get fired and it's not looking good. Ron does not think he's gonna get fired. He doesn't operate like that. Because if he operated like that, there would be a sense of urgency and there's never a sense of urgency. Or rarely. A sense of urgency. I appreciate you, Lou. I got to run. Uh, time for a quick trending alert, and then more of your calls. Plus, we got to get back to this uh, wacky Bill Belichick uh, to Washington speculation. Let's call it that speculation, speculation in the big city, right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. All right, Curtis Samuel is ruled out for this Sunday in Foxborough as the Commanders take on the Patriots. Percy Butler is questionable. Ricky Stromberg likely to go on IR. He's done for a while. Meanwhile, around the NFL, Drake London out with a groin injury for the Atlanta Falcons, so they lose their top receiver. Certainly something to keep in mind for your fantasy teams uh, and also uh, your bet. Now, they do have plenty of other options, but uh, they are starting Taylor Heineke. And already Taylor Heineke is going to have to do it without his top receiver in Drake London for the Atlanta Falcons. Meanwhile, Deshaun Watson looks like he's going to start against the Arizona Cardinals for the Cleveland Browns. First start in a couple years. Don't forget the NFL Sunday begins nice and early from Frankfurt, Germany on Sunday morning. Between probably the game of the day, right? The game of the week, Miami, the Dolphins, and the Kansas City Chiefs. Meanwhile, tonight, it's round one, game one, whatever it is, round one of the NBA play-in season tournament. The Wiz are in Miami, and you can hear it here on the Team 980. Pre-game coverage at 745. Tip just after 8 o'clock. Caps losing last night to the New York Islanders at home, and that's what's trending. Would help if I turn on the old microphone here. Mm-hmm. Howdy doody. 235 of the nation's capital and beyond on the Odyssey app. Good to have you with us. It is the rooster on the radio. Along with Matty Ice on the other side of the glass. 301 on the Ace Law listener lines. In a wreck case law, I help you get a check. Call my guy Eric. Tell him the Team 980 and the rooster sent you. 8888 Ace Law. That's 8888 Ace Law. And you can call us at 301-230-0980. So we told you about Deshaun Watson starting for the Browns against the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals going with the rookie Clayton Toon. I mean, my goodness. That has, I mean, like even though Deshaun Watson probably is going to struggle, that defense against that offense, oh, 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 oh. Um, and one note from last night's game, I know everybody's all hyped up about Will Levis. I really feel bad for Cole Holcomb, who played here, was drafted here. I got to know him a little bit, not a lot, because I was cycling in and out. Um, but, you know, nice guy, uh, fairly good athlete, um, you know, really bad knee injury last night. I don't know the extent of it right now. 
Um, you know, Mike Tomlin said it was serious. Obviously, it did not look good. I would imagine it's a blown-out ACL and maybe more. I hope not, but I would imagine. Um, you know, and I, I do want to say this. I, I tagged the Adam Schefter story overnight with, you know, a big, you know, it's a big blow to the Steelers' defense, you know, something uh, like that. I said, you know, had, you know, he did have trouble staying on the field here in Washington. And somebody got mad at me for just being pointing out a fact. Like, I'm supposed to not, like, I'm supposed to never say any or provide any context. Don't you know that it's rude to provide context to an injured player? And facts. Like, I wasn't trying to dance on the guy. I wasn't trying to kick him in the kneecap, for God's sakes. I mean, like, some of you people are so thin-skinned, so sensitive, so over-the-top. Like, back up. I know I can be as well at times. Like, when you call out my professionalism or uh, my, my um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Not moral scruples, but integrity. Integrity. As as a media person, and 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 you know, basically say, oh, you know, I'm 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 only saying something because you know, whatever, because I'm getting paid. All that ridiculous stuff that I've been accused of. I'm sure every media person gets it. That's really the time that I I kind of lose it. The rest of the time, over the course of my career, I've kind of evolved from this angry dude. Um, and this hostile, combative, feisty dude to, I just laugh at you now for the most part, or I, I I'll get sarcastic, you know, and 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 that's what I did a number of times yesterday. That's what I do a bunch of times throughout the week. But I wasn't like ha 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 ha. Cole Holcomb got hurt. Come I on, I love now. that you're complimenting me, but I'm trying to be angry, you little. <laughs> <laughs> See, now Lunell has replaced me as the angry man on X tw- slash Twitter and on the radio. Uh, but but you get the you, you get the point is, you know, man, I wasn't trying to dance on 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 his knee. Like I was just simply pointing out that was the reason why they got rid of him. Like when everybody sits here and says, well, why did they get rid of, you know, um, um, Cole Holcomb and bring in this this stiff Cody Barton? who's ironically injured and got injured after playing his best game just as he was starting to crank it up. So we'll ne- now we'll never know because even if he comes back, there's probably a good chance it'll take him a couple of games to get the oil running through the engine again. But the reason why they didn't bring back Cole Holcomb was because he couldn't stay on the field. That's the reason. That's important context. Just pointing that out. Just pointing that out. All right. Uh, let's get back to you on the phones. Let's get to Jonesy. What up, Jones? How are you? What's going on, Rooster? What's happening, man? Jonesy, how hey, are you, pal? I'm doing A-OK on a football Friday. Hey, look, I was thinking and pondering on something that you said um, earlier, about a few weeks ago. 
about the team coming out playing fast mm-hmm. and and hitting them with the uh with the with the the nuance of confusing them early. You know what I'm saying? Come out and just like throw a dart down the field and let them know we ain't coming out there to play around. You know, so that they it confuses Belichick's defenses. They can be confused if you do it early, but they got to know and they got to be put on noses of what not to expect. Well, we don't know if they're going to go over the top, or we we don't know if they're going to stay play heavy on the run. We don't know if they're going to play short. We just got to be prepared for everything. So it offsets them, like you mentioned. I said he got a point there. I said he just didn't bang on the drum enough about it. But, yeah, that's – Well, that's, that's I'd, I'd love to see that, Jonesy. I, I mean, I, wouldn't you love on – I don't love the deep drop element of this offense because they seem to no. suck at it. But wouldn't you love on first and ten, first series of the game – to come out with a deep seven-step drop play action and, and throw a, a post or a go route to Terry or Jahan? But Even yeah, if it doesn't I, work? I still would like that because you, I'm going to tell you something John Madden said a long time ago. He said you got to do those plays anyway, those deep drop back throws, because a lot of times you might get that pass interference flag. You understand what I'm saying? So do that. You got to try. Why not? Nothing beats a failure but a trial is what my grandmother used to tell me. Absolutely. Exactly. And I'm going to tell you something else, man. I think you can get this game if you come out there and if you offset them. But you you said it first, and I'm behind you on this. You got to do it early. First quarter would be nice. In the first five, six minutes of the game, if you can offset them, keep them confused, and keep them off – off, off beat the whole time out there, you might beat them through confusion. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, listen, I, 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 with you, punch them in the mouth, punch them in the mouth early. You don't want to go deep and come out up-tempo. Do something so that we don't get into a situation of third and 12, third and 13, full store to Palooza, holding penalty problems, not running the ball, thinking you're better than you are, getting behind 14-3, and then thinking you've got a pass to make it all up and you're climbing uphill. Um, again, I, 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 I hope this defense, if there's one game, if there's one game, regardless of no Chase Young and Montez. If there's one game that they Next should be able up, to control, Next right? Up. But if there's one game that they should be able to control, it's this one. It's this Thank one. You. And then, Thank but you. don't count on that, Jonesy. Come out and bury them, bury them That's from right. the start. Be aggressive. Because, I'm looking at the two quarterbacks and down the hall when you was down the hall because I heard you when you was down the hall. Yeah. The question was asked, and you know. I'm like Kevin Sheehan when when it comes to that station now. Uh, I, I love it, but don't like it. I mean, I mean, like, like it, but don't love it. So I, I go to Kevin Sheehan quote before uh, RC acquired both stations, uh, the other station in mm-hmm. town. Mm-hmm. When you were on the other station yes. in town, as Kevin Sheehan would say, <laughs> <laughs> that's my boy though. But uh, honestly speaking, uh, when you were down there, they asked you the question of. Okay, who would you rather have, Sam Howe, Matt Jones? No, you rather have uh, Sam Howe, and here's why. Both of them, okay, Sam Howe has a rocket launcher. Matt Jones has a cannon. But here's the difference between one of them, a Ferrari, and the other is 
attached to a wall. Mm. Okay? So, what's it saying? Sam can move, and your boy's a statue, Mac Jones. I'd rather have this, the, the guy that's in the Ferrari with yeah. the dad going sidearm a cannon going down the road. I like, you know what I, I'm saying? I, I like that, Jonesy. No doubt about it. I appreciate you as always. I got to let you run. I, I will say this. I'd rather have and, – and, and I didn't love Mac Jones coming out of Alabama. I thought it was absurd when people were like, oh, and the 49ers moved up to number three overall. Oh, they're going to get Mac Jones. They're going to get Mac Jones. Why Mac Jones? Now, they screwed up themselves and they took Trey Lance, but they wouldn't have been any better. I don't – like Mac Jones can throw. Mac Jones can move around. I didn't realize Mac Jones was as big of an idiot, as big of a jerk – as he's turned out to, I mean, he's kicked people in the gonads. You know, he's hit people after the whistle. I mean, he, I didn't realize he was that much of, of of a jerk in that regard. But he's, and he's actually worse than I thought he would be. And I don't understand this notion that the sole reason why he sucks overall is because Bill Belichick put him with Matt Patricia last year and Joe Judge. Because here's the deal. Maybe you could say that last year, and maybe scars stay around. But, I mean, this year, he's completing 66.5% of his passes. He has a nine-touchdown-to-eight-interception ratio. The only thing that he's doing that I would say, like, is pretty good, is he's been sacked, what, 16 times in eight games, is it? Uh, Yeah, eight games. So twice a game. And he's throwing one interception per game, eight in eight. You know, which, again, in today's NFL, if you get sacked twice per game and throw one interception per game, teams are going to live with that every time. Now, the question is, is where's the production? Where's the top-shelf production? That's what they're not getting out of Mac Jones. They're getting meager, above-average, above-water production from Mac Jones. I, I, As many problems as Sam Howell has, I'd take Sam Howell a thousand times over Mac Jones. A thousand times. One was a first-round pick. One was a fifth-round pick. You figure it out. 3012300980. Rudy, hang in there. We're coming at you. And then we got to get to this more on this Belichick uh, crazy ass speculation from Florio. You know, stuff that's being thrown around on the wall, seeing if it'll stick, seeing if it'll hang around, seeing if they can get some clicks. Right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey up. Football Friday on the Team 980 is driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. I love me some football. All right, good to have you back with us right here on a Football Friday. Football Friday on the Team 980 is driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda 
deal with. Uh, I screwed up, just for the record. I thought this was, and then for whatever reason, I just didn't double check it. Matt Judon is on injured reserve. So that makes the job of the Patriot defense or the Washington offense easier or harder if you're talking about the Patriots defense. And don't forget Christian Gonzalez. Again, the kid that they drafted one spot after the commanders drafted Emmanuel Forbes is on IR as well. He ain't going to play. So two of their better defensive players are not going to play. That being said, again, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope we see the progress that we're looking to see. Commander Evans yelling at me on Twitter, X. I mean, that's his name, Commander Evan, in big capital letters. Can you at least stay positive one game? I mean, first of all, A, my job is not to be positive. My job is to be real. Like, I, I woke up this morning, and I did not have my surgically attached pom-poms to my wrists. I just did not have them. Couldn't find them. Couldn't find them. Still looking for them. My job is to be honest. I can be wrong. I'm telling you, my boss, CK, does not want me to be a cheerleader. Does not think I should just say whatever I should say so that I don't ruffle any feathers. So that you guys don't get all your panties in a twist. I have to be honest, and I can be wrong. And you guys can laugh at me on Sunday. Hey, man, if Sam Howell goes out and throws for 353 bills even, three touchdowns, a pickle, gets sacked twice, and the commanders win, I hope you guys take the time to laugh at me. We'll be happily wrong. Yes, happily wrong. Do I see that? No. No, I don't. Even without Judon, even without Gonzalez, because it's Belichick. Because Belichick has feasted on young quarterbacks. And because Belichick feasts on one-dimensional attacks. Where you get Belichick is when you can run the ball and you can throw the ball short, medium, long, just like the Dolphins can. That's where you get Belichick. When you are dumb and pig-headed, and stubborn in a football context. Okay, we're not talking about people outside of a... We're not talking about people's intelligence. We're talking about in a football context, just to be clear. When you are all of that in a bag of chips, like the commanders have been far, 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 far too often... That's a problem. Let's get to uh, Rudy and Glendale uh, before uh, Glenn Burney, rather Glenn Burney. I was thinking of Glendale, Arizona, here before the top of the hour. Rudy, thanks for hanging in there. How are you? Hey, hey, hey! I'm good, uh, Chris. I acknowledge you on today. You and Maddie Ice, my man. Look, uh, you know, you look. You know, one thing. I'm not going to get uh, excited or or depressed about uh, the the team anymore. You know, I, I think that they just haven't acknowledged, like all the teams in Washington, the Nets are rebuilding. 
the Wizards are rebuilding, mm-hmm. you know, and the 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 commanders should just go ahead and say we're rebuilding. I mean, it may get uh, <laughs> it may get uh, the coach out of there, but they're rebuilding, really, you know. So I'm not going to get upset about what they do. You know, hopefully they win. Hopefully they look better and everything else. And and that song where you said that you're not worried about people, what they say about you, they wrote a song like that, uh, To Be Real. Mm. <laughs> hey, look, you have to be real and you have to tell the truth. Yep. Okay. But I'm going to let you go. Thank you for my taking God, my call. My God, appreciate it. Thank you, Rudy. Appreciate you. Okay. You have a good weekend. 257 and change right here. On a football Friday, Belichick in command. Will he take command next year? More on that coming up next. Plus, if it's not Bill Belichick, who could it be? Who? Who could it be? We'll discuss some of those names and some of those names that are already on the radar screen. The radar screen for the Raiders and the Commanders, because we all think the Commanders have, the Raiders have done what they've done. We all think it's coming for the Commanders. We don't know, but we all think. That's still to come on a football Friday in the nation's capital and beyond, right here on the Team 980. Stay with us. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.